Hexie, get down. <laughs> a fucking menace. I think she's going after a bug. Is she? Hexie, no. Leave the bugs alone. I had to close my office and take the cat food out of here because the cats will definitely come in here. Yeah, no, she's... Uh, I can't. <laughs> she's like a rambunctious child. All right, so yeah, this is, this is Bros of Murder. And, you know, we cover true crime cases of color and play some music and shit. I am Andre. And I am Batley. <laughs> battle. I'm Battle, everyone. Sorry for tricking yeah, you. Yeah, and we are your co-hosts. And it's goddamn cat. Yeah. It's okay. the blinds now. It happens. Cats just like to play. That's why I have to lock them out. <laughs> Emotionally or, like, literally? Both. I'll go f- I want to go first because my case is a little bit smaller than yours. Okay, yeah. And uh, mine is kind of like a celebrity case. It's Ooh. a little bit of a crossover. I love celebrity cases. Yeah, because like one thing you need to know about me is I am a huge fan of pop culture. <laughs> I love celebrity gossip and celebrity tea. And so this one came up on my timeline and I just had to like look into it further. A menace. A menace. She's just tearing up my blinds now because she wants to. Look, cats are such assholes. I can't get mad at her because she's cute as shit, but still. Yeah, cats are the biggest assholes ever. I think most people in their life probably have had like noisy neighbors. Yeah. I've had noisy neighbors in my apartment or where I live. Like, it's just a thing you deal with. And, like, nothing's worse than being woken up at, like, 4 a.m. to hear your neighbor get, like, reamed out from a Tinder date. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And it feels even, yeah. yes. it feels even worse when you are that neighbor and you call out the next day. So, I think most people usually handle those, like, disputes and fights, like, in a normal way. They talk about it. Or some people even, like, call the fucking landlords or the police if you're a dickhead and can't be an adult and use your voice. <laughs> But this person, her name is Angela. She wanted to handle things her own way. Her issues, her own stuff with her noisy neighbor. And the way she wanted to handle it was by savagely stabbing them. While also hurling racial slurs at them the entire time. Angela? Angela? Is her name Matt? Angela Bonnell. Angela, Angela, Angela. Yeah. So the incident happened on May 30th. Angela decided that she had had enough of her noisy neighbor, who was Yasmin Jackson. And Yasmin Jackson is the granddaughter of Joe Jackson. Oh. Yeah, she's part of the whole Jackson family lineage. That's crazy. Yeah, and she's also a nurse and, like, just, like, she lives her life as, like, a normal person out of the limelight. Right. But, so, they were neighbors, and Angela claimed that you know, sometimes Yasmin and her friends were like loud or noisy or, you know, just normal neighbor shit. Yeah. So 
that day that she decided to have enough, she went out to her balcony and threw a broom oh. at Yasmin Jackson <laughs> and her friend. Obviously causing an argument. Yeah, she's like, just like, threw the broom at her. <laughs> Which obviously caused, you know, an argument and a fight to ensue. So she's on the balcony. Yasmin and her friend uh, Damon are on the ground. They're kind of yelling back and forth. And Angela just jumps down and begins to chase down both Yasmin and her friend. That who ran away. Be- Go ahead. Now I was going to say that mad though. Like, yeah, she was I that lived mad. in an apartment before and I lived on the ground floor, which was nice for bringing groceries and stuff in like that. But like my neighbor upstairs, I had, we had no idea what the fuck she was doing. And like our walls were like paper thin. So like she would like, you know, she would get the D all the time. And I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> so we would try to compete but- against her. She Who's louder? louder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she jumped in off her balcony and gave Chase wielding a knife. Uh I said I said I meant knife. I said knife with a T. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but Angela eventually caught up to Jackson and started to like stab and cut her. And her friend just kept running to call the police because Jesus. they're freaked out, you know. It's, this is crazy. So Angela's on top of her, just stabbing her and cutting her. A man passing by in a vehicle saw the attack happening and quickly responded to stop Angela and help pin her against the gate. Another man who lived in the complex also appeared after hearing Jackson screaming for her life and like just yelling for help. He was able to take the knife away from Angela without getting hurt himself. And then shortly after that, you know, officers finally arrived to the scene. Officer, what's his name? Was like Lop. I'm gonna mess. I'm gonna butcher this name. I think it's Italian. <laughs> Lomagilo. L-O-M-A-G-L-I-O. Lomagilo? I think it's Lomagilo. Officer Lomagilo quickly responded and took the woman into custody and then helped, you know, the victim on the ground first. I've seen some people, like, kind of call him out for that, like, saying he's a piece of shit for not helping her first, but, like, you gotta get the person who's doing the stabbing away first yeah, before you I can, can like, yeah. provide I, aid. Because well, they can just start stabbing again. <laughs> bro, I agree with you on that. Like, nope, I would rather have someone stop. Because what if he started to get stabbed? Like, Yeah, or what if she comes back over and going through again? Angela's mind? Like, can't you just say, hey, sis, like, I fucking live next to you and you are loud as shit. Like, just sometimes, it's okay. I have a weird shift in you. Like, I need to take, I need to go to sleep. So Angela was arrested and is being charged with attempted murder with a deadly weapon and hate crime enhancements because, according to three witnesses and Ms. Jackson herself, Angela, the whole time while stabbing her and chasing her, was calling her the N-word. Oh. Over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, so with a hard R, too. <laughs> so she's on top of her, just screaming the N-word at her and stabbing her. So uh, Yasmin Jackson took the answer because she survived the attack, thankfully. Yeah. Okay. And she took the Instagram and posted this. It says, I was stabbed seven times right by my house because I am a nigger. The woman chased me down and started stabbing me. She said it's because I was a nigger and that all I could hear while and that's all I could hear while I was being stabbed. I can't move my neck at all. I'm scared to be alone. I asked people to help me because she was stabbing me and nobody helped until someone did. Actually, a few people did, and I'm thankful for you. I pray to God that if any of you Hold any hate towards black people in your heart to heal it. I didn't deserve this. Nobody does. And oh, by the way, I'm still fucking proud to be black. 
Sean King, please help me. They only charged her with a felony battery with a deadly weapon. And I feel like she deserves attempted murder. And also, this is a hate crime. She caught me a nigger and there are witnesses. Share, 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 share. And then she updated saying that the charges were enhanced after good. some public outcry, stuff like that. So that's good. Yeah. That's so crazy too. Like just hearing that word like makes me like cringe. And imagine hearing it while someone's on top of you stabbing you. Like I could imagine. I I hope white people that use that word. I hope you hear it out loud. Just now like it sounds. It's jarring. It's, you, you get, I do you, not like it when you said I'm just like, oof. Yeah, you oof. get taken aback. <laughs> I, I, I think it should be said, though, um, in the context to just to like illuminate on like okay yeah how serious this is yeah. like yeah that fucking sucks and that and racism in america is still like alive and well yeah uh, this could easily have ended with a black woman being killed if someone didn't eventually step in and this is something that could have been easily just talked about civilly between right two neighbors I think instead of someone jumping to kill somebody else aside and from- also go ahead sorry the- sorry and also like i'm glad that people did eventually step in but she mm-hmm. said it took a while for people to step in and help her and i'm just like stop being a bystander like i get it you don't want to get hurt yourself and yeah protect yourself but don't just walk by like call the please call for help like yell at them to stop if you don't want to jump in and get yourself hurt like there are things you can do to not be a subject to that bystander effect. <laughs> right don't be a fucking zebra stop trying to blend in yeah do something like, at least throw a rock or something at that woman. Like, so, a fucking yeah, like, brick. Like, rah! Or just like, it's, it's anything. <laughs> right? Like, why? Why wait around? That doesn't make sense. Why just watch? No. If someone's getting a fucking attack and having, like, the N-word or any type of racial sh- slur yelled at them, like, fucking do something. Like, like, yeah. Like, if you, if you see something, say something. <laughs> and it includes a stabbing. Then, yes. Yes. That's crazy, dude. That's fucking insane. Is she still on trial right now, or like, is it is it ongoing? Uh, <laughs> is that your cat? Yeah, she <laughs> she knocked over her like or her water tower thing, and then looked at me confused. Like, no, I watched you smack that over. Oh, <laughs> I love cats. I'm sorry for all the cat interruptions, but this cat. Yeah, she's still on trial. Like, it's still being taken to court. It just happened May 30th. So, Like, oh, this May 30th. This May 30th. Like, it's just recently happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, yikes, so... Yikes, stripes. By the time this comes out, I'm hoping that it's moved further within the court system. But, like, you know, everything's still super slow right now because of coronavirus, right. so... But she has not been bonded out or anything like that. She's still just sitting in jail. Just chilling. Calling people the N-word. Getting her ass beat. She, I hope she got her ass beat while she's in jail. I hope they found out why she's in jail. I hope someone finds out who she is. Oh, you that bitch who stabbed the Jackson 5 motherfucker. Like, <laughs> right? Like, oh, dude. Yeah. This, one, like, this one's for Janet and just beats her. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's my case. That was a good one. That's, that's scary. I think that sucks just over something so fucking petty. Like, right? Why? So, today, my case is another case of a young black boy losing his life due to a cop. And there was definitely some foul play that was present, and he was murdered by being shot 16 times in a matter of 15 seconds. What the fuck? Bro, yes. It doesn't end nicely, and quite frankly, I don't feel like justice was served at all. 
His name is Laquan McDonald, and he was 17 years old. You know how we just talked about noisy neighbors? Why on a Sunday before noon is someone mowing the yard right now? I mean, I don't go to church or anything like that, but like, I thought people go to church on Sundays and like sleep and shit. I don't know, whatever. So Laquan McDonald, he was a young black man that had the whole world against him. Like, although he had a lot of the nation come to his defense after he was murdered in the street, he his his life has been documented to be like one of distrust and heartbreak. And a lot of people did nothing to help mitigate his death. At a very young age, Laquan, who was three at the time, was taken away from his mother, uh, taken away from his mother by the Department of Children and Family Services. Uh, he was taken away because there was a lot of signs of like neglect and child abuse, which sucks. I understand that I come from a home of like child abuse of domestic violence. So I understand that it fucking sucks. But in December of 2000, the state of Illinois was granted custody of Laquan and he was sent to live in foster foster care where again he faced abuse and had to move to another location. And this was in February of 2001 where he was reloc- relocated to like an undisclosed relative's house where he remained for only seven months before again another move in September of 2001 where he lived with his great-grandmother. Eight months later in May 2002, his mother somehow regained custody of Laquan and he still wasn't safe as his mother's boyfriend at the time was abusing him where where he was receiving like cuts and welts from being beaten. This fucking sucks. This was a terrible one to read. Keep in mind that during the, the time of the abuse, he was around like four or five years old. Oh, God. Yeah, he was young. Like, very young. So, of course, once again, he was placed into foster care in 2003. This whole thing, like, started, I want to point out, this whole thing started in 2000, where he was, like, starting to, like, move around a lot. So, by 2003, he had moved a shit ton of time. But luckily for him, he was eventually placed back with his great-grandmother, who in 2008 eventually became his legal guardian, which was a good thing for him. But with her being older, by 2014, she or she passed away. And I think that same year, later that year, he was arrested or detained for the first time at a juvenile dis- uh, center for the suspicion of possession of weed because weed was still legal illegal back then, which I think it's still illegal in a lot of places, which is just fucking stupid. Let's de- decriminalize it already. Like, I fucking like to use weed sometimes. Bro, like, it helps me sleep. I have PTSD and panic disorder, and that shit, like, helps me sleep. I take it right before bed, and, like, I'm a fucking, like, productive member of society. But whatever. Yeah, let's not talk about weed. It's gonna fucking piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> So, once um, he was out of the juvenile detention center, Laquan, he moved into his uncle's house where he started attending an alternative school, um, which an alternative school is where the quote-unquote bad kids go. But, but like, his principal described him to be a very outgoing, jovial, talkative, and funny person. Like, people liked him, and he... 
was doing well. I, I think it's important to point out that he was really trying to make a difference in his life as he attended school regularly and excuse me, and he was just wanting to do better. He wanted to make a life for himself. A spokesperson of the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services, Veronica Riza, she stated that he was hurt over and over by the people that were closest to him. So not only was he gunned down in the street, it didn't seem like he may have felt valued as a person, which sucks. He didn't feel valued as a human being. Yeah, he had a rough-ass childhood. Yeah, dude, it fucking sucks. And, like, I know that it's not exclusive to him, and sometimes it's hard to get out. Like, I feel very lucky that I was able to make it out of, like, something like that, um, because it sucks. I've had to live at, like, these little, like, shelters before because of domestic violence, and I was angry a lot growing up, and I... I just made a different decision and I think I had different opportunities and I was definitely privileged in the sense that like I was able to go back with my mom and, you know, make something of myself. That's not the same for Laquan. And I definitely fucking feel for that. Like it fucking drives me nuts and it hurts my feelings. But unfortunately, October 2000, October 24th of 2014 in Chicago, Laquan McDonald was shot 16 times and died in the street. So, I want to. I know that like a lot of our episodes are pretty graphic, and I just want to say that this one is very graphic. I also want to point out, like, although I've seen thumbnails of the video, I have not personally watched the video. Like, as a black man who has seen death of my people and has seen a lot of death, like during a deployment to Afghanistan, like I don't need to be reminded of what death looks like. Especially when these deaths that we're seeing a lot lately are people who look like us, Andre and I. Yeah. Um, I don't need to watch this video because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to watch this. I I don't need to watch this video. It, I oh no, I don't really it. watch them either because it's no. like I don't. It's gonna make ruin my day. Yeah, like I cannot. Like just hearing about it just fucking like destroys my day. You sometimes that pit in your stomach. You're like, got another one. God damn it. Right. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, yeah. So. This case has been stated to be a massive, to have a massive cover up. That is, like, after his death, there was a chant that people were saying it was 16 shots and a cover up. They kept repeating that. So, an article written in October 19, 19, October 2019, helped illuminate on what happened the night that Laquan was murdered. A report by the IG. Joseph Ferguson at the time showed how there was a very elaborate by elaborate cover up by not one police officer but 16 different police officers 16 different police officers covered Wait, they this up. all shoot like one bullet what the fuck no 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 so like we'll, we'll get into it because it's not just the police officers that were there which were four of them it was like the chain of command like so different things happen to where like yeah let's fucking publicize this or let's like let's go ahead and approve uh, these falsified reports and dumb shit like that so jason van dyke he had a lot of claims and statements that contradicted video evidence and the only video evidence that night was the dash cam video according to officers present and van dyke laquan pointed his knife at van dyke pointed his knife at van, van dyke which, by the way, is not backed by the dash, dash cam video. 
when he was shot the first time, it was stated that Laquan tried to get up and then pointed the knife at Van Dyke again. However, for him, his partner at the time and the report by the IG stated that seconds prior to shooting, McDonald moved this moved his knife from his right hip to his right side of his lower back, but the modest movement of the knife was not in the direction of Van Dyke. So, Van Dyke was lying. Laquan never attempted to get up and charge at Van Dyke. And that's what Van Dyke was saying, like he tried to get up after being shot. So let's break it down on like what happened. Laquan was holding a knife. He was walking down the road, not facing the cops. Because apparently he was a suspect in cutting like cop cars or defacing like cars in general. But that's why he had a knife. But um, he was walking down the road, not facing the cops. Like he was walking in the opposite direction of the cops, not facing them whatsoever. He moved his hand that he was holding the knife. It was viewed as a threat, so Van Dyke shot him 16 times in 15 seconds. I want to keep repeating that. He was shot 16 fucking times in 15 seconds. Like, when he was, when Laquan was first shot, they said, um, or it showed that he spun around and hit the ground, where Van Dyke continued to unload his fucking clip into Laquan. Laquan was... As he's on the ground? Yes. He was hit by six... All 16 rounds hit him, but most of the bullets that hit him hit him while he was already on the ground. So, he was being hit by these bullets while he was while on he the was ground. While he was already down. Yeah. He was already down, dude. Like, my fucking blood was boiling when I read this, dude. Obviously, I'm getting so fucking animated. Like, it... the That's so fucked up, but another fucked up part about what happened is that it was shown that the officers that were present did not, again, I'm going to repeat this, they did not follow CPD's instructions and regulations on how and when to use body cam video. So they did not record what happened. There was a malfunction altogether. Like, all of them had a malfunction and didn't record anything. Right? Not only that... The police that were there made false statements and omitted some information on what really went down to make it seem like Laquan was more of a threat than what he actually was. And again, it fucking boils my blood. Because guess what? You want to know something else that it keeps going? There's more. Not only did they make false claims, but the formal deputy chief approved the lies, approved the false report. So he co-signed the bullshit. Like, like, and that's where I say, like, pretty much. And, like, it just kept getting co-signed, co-signed. It took 13 months for the actual footage to get released. Like, it took 13 months. Like, That's an insane amount of bullshit. Is what that yes. Is. People, like, resigned. It was crazy. And they resigned because that's why I said there's, like, 16 people, which I didn't label all of them because, obviously, they don't fucking matter. Like, they're part of the problem. I'm glad they fucking resigned. I wish more shit happened to them, which it gets worse. So, not only all this, all, not only the ones that like falsified the information, like these people, they are arrested, but you want to know what happened? They were acquitted. You want to know what else sucks? Van Dyke was free on bail for three years after the murder. 
three fucking years, this guy was walking free, doing whatever he wanted. As if he didn't murder a child. Yeah. That he didn't even get to experience life. Fuck off, Van Dyke. Like, fuck you, dude. But eventually, Van Dyke was charged and convicted of second-degree murder and 16 counts of aggravated aggravated battery with a firearm. Do you want to guess what his sentence was? Okay, hold on. Hey. So what were the charges again? Second-degree murder, charged and convicted of second-degree second murder and 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm. I'm going to say 10 years with time served. Total time, six years and nine months. That's it. I was close. I you was were close. very close. But I think that's fucking bullshit because, like... It's crazy, too, because I read reports about how they said that he was justified, and that's where it gets all, like, yucky. Like, well, that, like no, he wasn't justified. And he, like, in an article that I read by NPR during, like, his, like, hearing or his trial, he said he was emotional at times and mad at times and how he was trying just to shoot the gun. Motherfucker. Or shoot the, um, the knife. Like, dude, it's a fucking knife. You have a gun. Like... There was no de-escalation of force. There was no trying to arrest them. He just wanted to kill him. And he he's a fucking kid. Kill him and he killed him. Like, he's a kid. He was a kid. He was a kid. You, you can't saying- tell me he didn't want to kill him after the fact that he already shot him and then went over top of him and shot him more. Bro, 16 fucking times. Like, no, you F- deliberately yeah. wanted to kill that kid. <laughs> yeah, six years and nine months. Another thing I want to point out is I'm not necessarily happy about what I'm not happy about is like his mother, his mother, who was not like uh, in his life and not allowed to like have him and have him to be taken away a shit ton of times or be abused by, by her lovers. She was awarded $5 million. While I can see how it's difficult to be a single parent. I get that because my mom was a single parent. I just know like personally, like I would do anything I could to ensure that my kids or whenever we decide to have kids, we're taken care of. Like I would fight to keep them safe. I would fight to make them keep keep like I make them keep feel loved. In situations that are going to damage them. Right. I, I'm not mad at Laquan's mom. I'm just conflicted about how she was able to claim that claim. Like yeah, like five million dollars. Five million dollars. Um, this has been a tough case for me to navigate filled with a lot of emotions at time like i was extremely mad obviously and at times i was extremely sad i just want i just really hope that we can figure out a way for us to be more involved with our youth because they are our future and if we're involved with our youth we could probably prevent these types of deaths i know something that i do is volunteer um for nearly two years now, I've been a mentor and big brother in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. I did that in high school. I did, yeah. I did the after school one. So like you would go to a different school after school and hang out with the younger kids. That's dope, right? It's fun. Like for me, it's been a life changer. Like many of the children of the program come from single family homes and many of them, many of the families, they're black families. I know I've been told by leadership in my area that there's a need for more black men to be a part of the program because there are a lot of little black boys that don't have like that you know a good a mentor in their life like someone they can look up to and be like hey a male role role model like they don't have that i know like 
with my little like his father's like in jail i believe and it and it sucks i i fucking love him to death um but like it's really cool um so like please reach out if you want any information about the big brother big sister program like i'll be glad to help you you can reach out to me yeah, like on there's Instagram. a lot of different things you can do you can do like the one that the, tra- the traditional one where you hang out with them or you can do ones that are more convenient for you and like your lifestyle your schedule like i said when i did it in high school we just did the after school one so we would just go after school and hang out with these kids after school and like help them do homework and just like hang out with them and shit like it's, it can be very flexible yeah reach out to us um either um through our instagram or you could reach out to me like on instagram at uh oh hello blogs um but it's, or it's the website is the email like people email, contact us yeah. on the email a lot too yeah there's a lot of different ways that you could reach out to us but like i have a lot of information about it um but it's an awesome way to just pretty much change a life, which can potentially save a life. So, yeah, just ask on how you could help. And that's my episode. That's a good episode. That's yeah, a good uh, message, too. Yeah, we do really. People really need the, you know, it starts at home, they always say. But sometimes yeah. people don't have like good homes. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can just help out. Fucking help out. Yep. I agree with you, dude. Like it's extremely important. Like, like do something. It's for the kids, like our future, because eventually these kids are going to be taking care of us. That's just how it is. Well, hopefully my cat becomes sentient by that point and takes care of me. <laughs> Here's hoping she just grows thumbs <laughs> and a frontal lobe. She jumps on you all the time. Like, wake up. It's time to take your medicine. Oh, she does that automatically every morning. Like, oh, oh, hey, it's time to feed me. And she'll just press her paws into my eyeballs until I get up. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the show. <laughs> thanks for hanging out and listening to us. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Uh, enjoy the music. You know, follow the Instagrams. Uh, Murder Bros of Murder. Murder Bros on Twitter. Facebook. There's a Facebook group now, too. You can join that. Uh, and if you could be so gracious, give us like a like and review on like iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Got my praise up, that would be on way up Nowadays on way up, yeah They can't break my vibe Ever since I met Christ They can't break my vibe Ever since I met Christ, yeah They can't break my vibe They can't break my vibe Oh no, no Ever since I met Christ Ever since I met Christ Yeah, 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 yeah. They can't break my vibe They can't break my vibe Oh no, no Ever since I met Christ Ever since I met Christ I just go right with the chat. I can't describe the vibe. Now I just fight the fight. Came out the dark and that light was bright. I'm on my vibe. I'm on my up in my wings and I fly. We going high. We going. I'm on my vibe till I die. Yeah. On the level nobody could take away. I'm feeling great today. Yeah. I'm feeling. Stay on my vibe and it never will fade away. Blessing the major way. Yeah. Ooh. Open the
the book, take a look at the data. You bless if you turn to the master. Facts. My heart was cold like Alaska. Facts. Now I'm way up like it's NASA. Uh. Got my praise up. Nowadays I'm way up. Got my praise up. Nowadays I'm way up. Yeah. They can't break my vibe ever since I met Christ. They can't break my vibe ever since I met Christ. Yeah. They can't break my vibe, they can't break my vibe Oh no, no Ever since I met Christ, ever since I met Christ Yeah, 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 yeah They can't break my vibe, they can't break my vibe Oh no, no Ever since I met Christ, ever since I met Christ I called on God and he picked up the phone Invited me straight to the throne Now I'm all up in my zone, yeah I'm on my vibe till I'm home, yeah You don't need no if you ain't no boy Got my joy from the Lord Got my joy All team win like we score, oh boy Open the wings and we soar We just go up like it's space with a shift We won't come down cause the vibe is too lit We get it poppin' like unload a clip Turn this joint up in the right when you whip I was locked up like a patador, yeah I dodge death like a matador, yeah Now I'm super blessed in the Atomore, yeah Now you understand what we jamming for, yeah, yeah Got my praise up, nowadays on way up Got my praise up, nowadays on way up, yeah They can't break my vibe ever since I met Christ They can't break my vibe ever since I met Christ, yeah They can't break my vibe can't break my vibe oh, no, no. Ever since I met Christ Ever since I met Christ yeah, 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 yeah. They can't break my vibe They can't break my vibe oh, no, no. Ever since I met Christ Ever since I met Christ